Hi, everybody. This is Dr. Eric Corum, founder of AIM7. Welcome back to The Blueprint, where we distill cutting-edge science, leadership, and life skills into simple tactics optimized for your busy lifestyle and goals. Today, I'm joined by Ryan Bethea. Ryan is a serial entrepreneur, producer, and self-acclaimed podcast host. Ryan has led marketing and digital press campaigns for several best-selling authors, brands, and even feature films, which reached the top 10 of documentaries of all time. As a producer, Ryan helped create the nation's first ever mobile campfire studio podcast, which travels the country interviewing some of today's most prominent people. Ryan has interviewed Disney stars, UFC legends, Grammy, and Oscar nominees and New York Times bestselling authors. And that leads us to today's show. It's a bit different than usual, but you'll see why I wanted to have Ryan on the show. Ryan discusses how he creates authentic relationships leveraging technology and how this has enabled him to bring on some amazing celebrity guests onto his podcast. So if you are interested in expanding your network, this show is for you. But before we get started, do us a favor, hit that subscribe button, as that's an amazing way that you can help support the show. But now, it's time to lean in and learn from the best. Ryan, it's fantastic to have you here, you and your wonderful shades. Hey, future's so bright. Gotta wear shades, man. Good to be here. Good to be here. Well, in a pandemic, I guess it's good to be anywhere. So. No question. Uh, loved your podcast with Matt Leinert. It was really interesting to hear him talk about body dysmorphia. That really hit close to home with me. That was a phenomenal interview. As a matter of fact, you've had some amazing guests on your show. Laird Hamilton, Mr. Peterman for all of us millennials, Bubba Watson. I'm a huge Bubba Watson fan. I love that guy's story. I'd like to know how you get such amazing guests on a show that's really, I would say, in its nascent stages. I mean, you've got some power players coming on because I've heard your secret has something to do with generosity. Mm, mm. Well, uh, to your point about Matt Liner, it's, it is ironic he wrestled with that considering he was, especially when I was at school with him, uh, he was considered the most attractive male, I think, in the Tri-County area um, and was definitely a status symbol. So you never know where from where you start, you know, ugly duckling, man, he went on to be a pretty popular swan. No uh, question. Yeah, very, <laughs> yeah, very you're popular. You're talking about six, USC too. A six foot six, you know, muscular uh, Heisman Trophy winning swan. So nice job, Matt, if you're listening, which I know you are. Um, but yeah, obviously I do get great guests. I mean, here I'm on, you know, the blueprint podcast. So clearly I'm doing something right. You know, I mean, this is probably the fulfillment of so many dreams for so many people that are so jealous right now. So just, just happy to be here. Uh, so uh, is, is the, is the question, how do we convince people to come sit in a confined space with me and dispense wisdom free of charge when they could be costing or charging thousands of dollars to speak in front of other people? Yeah, that's kind of it. I mean, because they're coming into your van, <laughs> literally a van that looks like a campsite. And for Matt Leinert, it seemed like he was pretty uncomfortable and he sat there for over an hour. That's but right. yeah, that's just right. in general, like what you're doing, you know, I love to talk to people that punch above their weight and you're really good at uh, digital marketing and a whole lot of other things. And the podcast is very well, I mean, produced very well. I mean, this is not just like a fly-by-night thing. This isn't somebody in their basement. This is a very professional run deal, but yeah, I would love to know how you're doing that. 
Absolutely. Well, thank you. I really appreciate the kind words. Um, the show is, of course, as you know, adored by dozens of people around the world. Um, <laughs> but uh, no. Uh, so yeah, we we do get them. I think one, the set is very novel for those who haven't seen. It. It's called I Went Camping With and you can go on and we initially debuted on YouTube. And I just loved that vibe of Pirates of the Caribbean as a kid at Disneyland where you could have an outdoor set inside and it would be nighttime. And so uh, I think the best conversations happen either around the dinner table or the campfire out camping. And it's always one of my favorite things. There's something about a fire and a starry night and a little crisp air uh, and a good beverage that just brings out conversations that you don't get elsewhere. And, uh, and so, you know, one of the people questions to always ask is, you know, how, what do your guests have in common? I was like, absolutely nothing. That's, that's the, that's the fun part. Uh, <laughs> they don't. And me is very, uh, you know, would, would be, is very distraught by that because obviously you're supposed to pick a niche, but you know, I just, everyone that comes on the show is just someone that I have found interesting and, uh, I've been so blessed and it's been so fun to interview people that I, uh, knew. I actually didn't know Matt Leinert at school. I got mistaken for him time to time, which was great because as I mentioned, he was a popular swan. And so I got some like residual swan, you know, vibes that uh, rubbed off on me. Because you are but, also ridiculously good looking. So, well, for our people who are just listening right now, <laughs> I appreciate you, uh, you know, putting in that word for those who are not able to join <laughs> us visually. But, you know, I am amazed every day at how many guests we get to come on the show. And I think part of it is it's a very unique setting. We, I, I don't know many other people who an old airport shuttle bus and turn the inside into a state-of-the-art mobile studio. We also drive thousands of miles across the country and we just sort of put it up in God's hands and say, when we plan, we ask, you know, but um, there's always room for spontaneity. And I think people are attracted to the broader mission, which is, hey, we are willing to drive wherever, whenever. So you're a celebrity guest. One of my pitches to you is that uh, not only are you going to have a great time, I'm going to drive a studio to your doorstep. In many cases, it is your doorstep. Uh, and you just get inside, have a great conversation, and you get out. And so we make it excuse-proof for them, especially in Southern California where there's a lot of traffic. Uh, I think the idea of having the studio come to you is pretty cool. And then uh, we're so blessed, too, because um, I, uh, I've, been, I've had so many referrals come in where at the end of an interview, someone will be like, you know, this was so cool. I want to. I want you to have someone else on that I know, and so we've been really just a, a big benefactor of having a lot of people uh, refer people to us, which is which is absolutely great. And uh, at the end of every interview, too, I always ask the guests if there's anything I can do to bless them, and uh, that always opens up some awesome conversations. And I've actually been able to do some business deals with some of the guests, which has been really mm. cool. Um, and so, I mean, you know, I've talked about. This. I'm just a huge believer in you have not because you ask not, and so just you know, ask people how you can help them. And it's amazing. Like, you know, I'll, I'll give a little shout out here. Like one of our guests had a lot of trouble sleeping and one of our sponsors is Chili Sleep, which we'll give you a little shout out now. Chili Sleep, the premier pad that pumps ice cold water in to lower your body temperature down so you stay in deep sleep all night long. And Terry Youngblood um, came on our show. That's right, you know? Yeah. And, uh, oh yeah, so Chili Sleep, you know, your fans big, know. Big fan. And so we're able to say, hey, you're not sleeping well? Let me get you a Chili Pad, boom. Now they're sleeping perfectly. So mm -hmm. I love that. I love when synergy happens like that. But uh, yeah, honestly, if you're just aggressive and seeing how you can help people, so many doors open up. And I'm, I'm amazed that's the reason uh, we get so many people on our show. Because again, we do punch way above our weight. We do not have any business having the likes of Bubba Watson or Kathy Lee or Ernie Hudson. So been super blessed. 
I, I grew up watching uh, Regis and Kathy Lee, you know, like in the summer times, my mom loved that show. And so I used to watch it. big Kathy Lee fan. I thought it was really cool to hear her talk about like, um, I saw an excerpt where she's talking about, you know, a lot of people settling for things. I mean, you had some amazing guests and it makes so much sense. Like when you serve somebody first, it, unless you're just very cold hearted, your response is to reciprocate. And I know yeah. that you're not trying to be manipulative. That's just your heart is to serve people. And I think that's really, really cool. Oh, she was great. Kathy Lee is awesome. Most extroverted guest I've ever had. Uh, but man, she's just, she knows her Bible. She knows stuff. She's I mean, got an amazing career. She's also a fantastic singer. Uh, she mm. uh, gave us a few notes and man, that woman can sing. She is awesome. And uh, yeah, she said, uh, People, if you settle, it's like if you settle for all what you're going to get, that is ever, that is all you are ever going to get. Um, mm -hmm. And so she's passionate about not settling, and uh, especially in the context of relationships. So that is a good, that's a good plug. Definitely check out if you enjoy biblical and uh, is uh, history of Israel. You're going to want to check out the Kathy Lee Gifford episode. She is fantastic. Didn't she leave? Was she on? Was it Good Morning America? She was on, or what show was she on? It was. It was, yeah, I think it was Good Morning America, and it was, uh, and then live with Regis and Kathy Lee. Yeah, and she left after her husband Frank died, and is she back out in California? No, she's out in t uh, Tennessee. Oh, interesting. Um, so you've got some interesting things coming up. I've heard you got a new show that you're working on. You want to talk about that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, obviously, you know, you got to keep camping with us, and we have some really awesome guests coming up. Bunch of I love your cover art, authors. too. The cover art is oh, great. The whole thing's great. You got to check it out. I think it's a wonderful concept. You guys drive almost 5,000 miles. Was it a year doing these interviews? Yeah. And a bus that was once uh, probably belonged to Avis or Hertz is now the <laughs> mobile studio, campfire studio for great conversations. But um, yeah, I know we, we do. And those, let me tell you something. When you're driving, I know a lot of podcasts is uh, predicated on health tips and uh uh, my biggest health tip for driving across the country is to pack healthy foods. The mm -hmm. options for healthy dining when you are in the middle of towns that you can't pronounce in the middle of nowhere. There's, I got to a lot of nothing. You drive from, <laughs> you go start going east to get out the Arizona desert. We also drove without air conditioning because our air conditioning broke um, oh. on the way out. So that was a toasty drive on the way out. West Texas in uh, late summer. With no air conditioning was a was a was a tribulation unlike that I've ever experienced. Uh, but um, <laughs> now, so we actually have a new show coming out um, with iHeartRadio, which I'm super pumped about, uh, called The Exorcist Files, and uh, we partnered with a renowned priest and exorcist, uh, Father Carlos Martins, and his case files are being opened up for the first time ever, uh, and the stories are as you would imagine bonkers. They are absolutely incredible. Uh, I met him uh, from a trip to Rome several years ago, and uh, he is graciously and uh, just offered to open up the kimono. And he's telling these stories that have never been told. Uh, so anyone will enjoy this. If you are, if you're at all interested in ghost stories, uh, regardless of your spiritual perspective, uh, although I would argue that most people after hearing this will put the Ouija board away and say not worth <laughs> messing with because you don't want Trust me, Ghostbusters ain't going to fix this stuff. No, that's that's an area that I do not meddle in, nor do I recommend meddling in. Uh, I'm interested to hear this. Um, it, when does it come out? Like, when does the when's the podcast go live? 
we should be coming out mid to late July. Um, and, uh, we'll, we'll get our waiting, just waiting for our official release date uh, and the final cover art to come out. But, uh, yeah, when that drops, uh, you'll be, yeah, I would say turn down the lights, pour yourself a glass of wine and listen, because it's all, a lot of it's recreate high definition audio. And again, we don't want to go, we're not trying to glorify any of the stuff because right. obviously a lot of the stuff is very dark, um, and tragic, but, um, it is, uh, you know, I love old time radio and I love reenactments. Um, and so I wanted to bring something that had high definition audio and really could take people into the room. So uh, just to satisfy those curiosities and it's a, it's a reality, you know, one thing I've, I've really come to appreciate about the show. Um, and it's been fun because, uh, obviously father's Catholic and I'm not, um, I come from a more Protestant background, but the overlap has been, uh, astounding to me. And just the fact that every culture on earth has a, a paradigm for dealing with evil spirits. And, uh, and so we, and we travel all across the world in this show and experience, um, manifestations, uh, that are not just, not just local in the U S they're all over the place. So, uh, and it's funny. So, and those spiritual experiences transcend geography, which has been very interesting. This is going to make a heck of a title for this podcast, uh, generosity, Laird Hamilton and evil spirits. This is going to be good. Hey, I'll tell you what, do me a favor. <laughs> When it's ready to drop, I will send it out via my newsletter so that everybody can get it. They'll have a link to it. I'm excited to check it out. Where else can people find you besides I went camping with the new podcast? You're on TikTok. You got a heck of a TikTok. I don't call it heck of a There are people who danced and achieved millions of followers <laughs> more than me. That is one of the gripes slash frustrations I have with being a millennial is uh, no one wants to watch me dance. Uh, and therefore my growth is sort of, you know, capped, I think. So I'm forced to, instead of competing by, you know, uh, physical dance videos and pranks, uh, I'm sort of competing in the more motivational uh, field, but, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, it is great. Um, I, uh, you can find me TikTok, Instagram. I always post clips from the show a little, if you don't have an hour or you just don't want to hear me talk for an hour, both of those are uh, plausible scenarios. Um, I would say that, uh, yeah, I, I love taking little one minute snippets cause we get some great stuff. Just the other day I posted one, um, by Jim Collins, best-selling author. Uh, he's written, I think, 10 or 12 uh, best-selling yeah. fiction books. Uh, he was a veterinarian and he used to, you know, he had a passion for writing and he used to write on his break. And he famously said that he's like, look, if you, if you have any excuses, like look, one, he's like, I was able to write and I had birds chirping, snakes hissing, cats meowing, dogs barking. I was writing on my lunch break in a veterinarian practice, which interestingly enough today, he can't write in silence. It has to have some ambient noise uh, because that's mm. where he perfects craft. But his first book he wrote was turned down by 49 agents. And the 50th agent, which also I told him was an excellent title for a future book. Uh, the 50th agent finally said, I think we got some. And he was not just told, sorry, you have a cool character. Some of the people wrote things like, uh, this is unpublishable. This is utter garbage. This is refuse, right? And went on and now he's a major New York Times bestselling author. Shows have been optioned for TV. Um, and he still finds time to neuter cats um, and donate his services for public veterinaries. Uh, contributions. But that, those are the little nuggets that you can find only on I went camp with. So that check it is out. Crazy. Where, where did he live? He lives in um, Tahoe. Oh, nice. So some of these places you get to go are actually pretty cool. 
Well, with him, um, I did it virtual because gas prices oh. have risen so much. And uh, obviously, we can't oh, always be together. Yeah. It's a pandemic, so sometimes we can't be together. And so we do actually, we've been doing a lot more Zoom lately, uh, which uh, you know is, is convenient as heck. But obviously, I love in-person conversations when you can have them. Um, and, and so we'll see, though. When if gas rising in California to $7, uh, as you can imagine, that bus... Uh, it ain't no Tesla. We don't get very far. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. I hadn't, I didn't think about that. That uh, uh, podcast would cost you a fortune. So yeah, zoom is the way to go. Put some like fake background with some campfire. You can still turn on the lights and it's good to go. Right. Yeah. It's, it's fun. Uh, and I mean, the only downside is I have to wear these air traffic control headphones. So it definitely looks like I'm <laughs> waving in a Boeing after this, you know, but, um, yeah, no zoom, you know, you do what you got to do with zoom. Uh, but also, I mean, for example, I, uh, when I inevitably get to interview JK Rowling, cause I'm going to, I'm going to have to have that at some point or, you know, travel across the pond. Um, you know, that'll be, that'll be tough to get my bus over there. So I'm already planning on what we can do. Ryan, you are like a master at connection, online connection, not just using like the swiping dating profiles, but connecting ah. in an authentic way to people. Can you talk for a second about how you build community and how you connect with people using modern tools? Well, thank you for the little rib uh, online dating. I would swipe left on you, bro. Um, <laughs> thank you. Sorry, but uh, oh man, I well one, I just love people, so that makes it super easy because I, there are introverts, extroverts, and then I exist somewhere outside the extrovert realm, where I just I love people. They make life interesting, frustrating, worth living. It's fantastic. Um, I've also always been amazed at humans, uh, just love, you know, business is just so predicated on human relationships and everything from trust, uh, at the, at the good side to politics at the negative side. I mean, business and your entire life is just influenced by how well you do relationships with, with people. And, uh, I'm just always astounded. And it's one, it's also intoxicating. Uh, when you, uh, there's so many cool tools out there right now that allow us to, you know, there's a concept called Dunbar's number, which is the sort of set number of relationships that anthropologists think that we are able to maintain. And using this technology, we've sort of blown past it because, you know, it used to be you probably knew like 10 people in your vicinity and you had loose connections with a few relatives you saw once a year. And now we have technology where we're somehow like intimately but not involved with people's lives that we can just check on constantly like we have windows into everyone's lives that we can look through with instagram and you know TikTok and linkedin and those things do bring uh some deleterious you know side effects that i think our culture is wrestling with right now but like what just focusing on the uh, well just attention span uh, you know the, the, the creating pseudo uh in or um faux intimacy where you think you're closer with someone than you are uh, because just because you see what's going on in life, uh, comparison issues, uh, people yes. tend to post their highlights. So you think what's, I mean, the number of times I have seen someone post something about their lives at, and it looks like they are just killing it. And I personally know, or they confided in me that they were an absolute train wreck um, mm. simultaneously while posting that. So just, you know, what are the effect of that? If, if you If you go online and you're basically inundated with content that shows everyone else is crushing it and you feel like you're not, uh, that can be alienating and ostracizing. So a lot of negative stuff from social media, a lot of negative stuff. But since we're focusing on some positive stuff today, one of the upsides is it allows you to also 
um, conveniently reach out to and and connect with uh, a lot of those kind of work friends or colleagues or people that uh, you want to stay in touch with, but you don't necessarily have the ability or capacity to, you know, be involved with day to day. And so tools like LinkedIn, for example, which I'm a huge LinkedIn fan. I love LinkedIn. Um, I've just always blown away at how receptive uh, so many people have been to me just reaching out coldly. Now, I'm also not someone who's recommending by any stretch, just spamming people um, at, by, or you know, reaching out just for no reason. I like to have a reason, but if you are, it is my firm belief that if you are short um, and sincere, so succinct and sincere in your notes and you acknowledge that you don't know someone uh, and that you just, what you wanna to talk to them about, the worst case, they say no or they don't respond. And I cannot tell you the number of people that I have met that are just like, and people you might think that are unaccessible, uh, who have just generously given back some time and said, sure, I'm happy to chat with you. And uh, that's just always encouraged me. And so I try to do that too when people reach out to me um, as well, because um, I've been the benefactor or beneficiary, I should say, of so many people um, who have helped me along the way. And so, yeah, I say if there's if you if you're trying to get a hold of like, as an example, if you have an idea for a really cool campaign for a company, reach out to them. Like, hold on. and again, they, they're inundated by people for sure. And if they don't get back to you, don't take it personally. But you know, LinkedIn's an awesome place where you can find the right person and you can send them an email and just say, hey, look, uh, I'm a huge fan of what you're doing. I'd love to chat with you sometime. Here's an idea I have. Man, worst case, they say no. So yeah, I've I've used that to get guests for our show. I've uh, been able to connect with people for business. Um, I just, or just to start conversations with people just want to talk synergies about, Hey, I'd love to see if there's ways we can work together. There was a period during the early start part of the pandemic where I started learning about marketing and branding. And I found some people online, one of them being Chris Doe, who, um, he's, he has the future. I mean, he's, that's one of his companies, but he's got, I don't know, million plus followers across social media, maybe a million and a half. And I just reached out and said, Hey, this is something I'm interested in. I'd love to, you know, blah, blah, blah. And he connected with me. And then we ended up, he ended up coming on my podcast. And then I went on his podcast and we have a relationship now, but you're so right. Like the worst thing that can happen is they say no, but if you have sincerity about what you're doing and you're just straight to the point and it's not spam, like I hate the spam thing where you can tell it's like, I'm just, I'm ready to sell you this thing. Um, and usually you can see that in their title. Do you know what I'm saying? They don't really oh, yeah. hide it. But yeah, that's the whole point of these things is that you can connect with people. So your your suggestions are succinct, sincere, and then what was the third one? Or is that it? Sincere, well, sincere. so those are the two. So be short and so succinct and sincere. And so what I mean by that practically is when I send, and I'm a big believer more in reaching out coldly on, on LinkedIn, uh, just because I think there's sort of this un stated but understood uh, idea that you're part of a broader community there and you have the option to accept or reject you know unsolicited messages to you versus email uh, you know they come to you whether you ask for it or not and uh, you, you have to track guess someone's email so LinkedIn is sort of like because you know they're accepting or, or not your your message to them and a lot of people have just the open message uh, settings where you can just message them and they'll respond if they want um, and again, I get some terrible notes on LinkedIn for people who are just like, I mean, saying ridiculous things. Uh, and I, of course, don't respond to those. But uh, what I would say is I always start my notes by, um, I actually apologize for the cold note and just say, hey, look, hey, it's to something to the effect of, hey, sorry for the cold note here. Or I make it very clear, you don't know me because a lot of people pretend to have met people and certain things say, hey, I know you, but I was like, and I'm very deferential, just saying, hey, I, 
um, depending on what it is. Um, I love what your company is up to. Um, I, I'm a huge fan. I would love to connect some time about X, Y, Z. And then also at the end, say, look, by the way, like, and also zero pressure if you're already covered. I think just acknowledging upfront and saying and giving them an out and saying, because it's funny, a popular sales technique is to always end an email with a request of, hey, we'd love to connect you sometime. How does Tuesday sound for you, right? And I just have never been a fan of that. I've always, I like saying, look, hey, and if this is not interest, no worries at all, like not offended, you know, or totally fine if this is not a um, uh, something that's of interest to you. And then I might get some flack for this here, but I also don't believe in being super formal. Um, I think humans like talking to their humans. So I don't like sales speak. You know, it's like, hey, I'd love to connect with you sometime about some mutually beneficial synergies between our organizations. I, you know, I'd be like, if I was reaching out to Eric, it's like, hey, Eric, I heard your show. I'm a huge fan of it. Um, I actually have this project coming out that um, I think some of your listeners might be interested in. I don't know if this is a fit for it at all, but uh, I would love to connect with you sometime and see if this is a fit. And if not, no worries at all. Uh, keep cranking out the content, you know, a fan in San Diego. Uh, that might be how I would approach reaching out to someone of your stature, you know, and clout. So stature. Yeah, hey, just I just it, had a friend it. send me this book, this ebook, or recommend an ebook, and it was about sales techniques. And one of the things was that right there. I've always like, you know, the may or may not be for you thing. It for me at it all, it's it just it gives you it leaves the other person in a situation where they don't feel obligated. If they don't want to do it, it's fine. You've given them the out, and I think that's I think that's the way to go. Um, I think that's wonderful. What about maintaining connections? So establishing them is one thing. How do you maintain connectivity with a lot of people? Hmm. How do we go 5G in our relationships? Is that what you're asking? Yes, 5G. So I actually, uh, I loved it. I dedicate a portion of time every day to just reaching out to people that I haven't talked to in a while, um, just to stay in touch and just drop a line send them something I think is relevant uh, just because I want to stay invested. And it's a choice, right? People picked, picked and people have picked me because uh, obviously, you know, it's funny, this is probably an unpopular thing to say, but we all, you know, bifurcate relationships uh, into those that we have time for and those we don't, we, we make choices and we choose. And uh, that's, you know, just the reality of it. And we've got a close knit circle, you know, a close circle of, you know, very intimate friends. And then we probably have a broad you know, sphere of sort of colleague, work friends, et cetera, um, who you care about, but you just don't, you, you just visit, you have a family and a mortgage and you can't interface with everybody as much as you like to. So I do love though, just, I'm a big email and text fan. I actually have voice notes too. So if it's appropriate and you have the relationship with them, I actually send voice notes all the time to people. Now, part of that's because I do some B plus impressions, um, which I'm quite fond of, but um, I love sending little voice memos to people. Could which, you drop one yeah. for me? Sure. You have to pick. Um, do you want, um, I can do the Godfather or I can do uh, Trump. I can do, we could try Chris Walken. I'm still like working on that Christopher one a little bit. Chris Walken but. would be amazing. That That is actually one of my favorites. So cowbell, if you will. We'll try. We'll try. Why don't you ask a question? I'll see if I can channel Chris. Yeah. So Chris, I mean, you are a peculiar individual. Um, love the latest TV show you're on Severance. Brilliant. How do you maintain healthy relationships with people? Such a busy life. Well, Eric, thank you for having me on the show. A big fan of the blueprints. Wow, it's it's 15 minutes. It's 
not 20 or 10, but 15. And you know, Eric, you know, I'm sort of like, you know, I'm just like the rest of you. I got my St. Bernard that just walked in, as you can see here. But, um, you know, I would say I'm just like the rest of you. I put my pants on one leg at a time, except once my pants are on, I use AOL Instant Messenger to reach out to as many people as possible. So LinkedIn as well, in-mails, very nice, very nice. We're that was there. good. That was I phenomenal. And, and you love that, my, my St. Bernard walked in during that, which was great. That dog is that. enormous. Oh yeah, 170 pounds. Oh my goodness. Yeah, she was, she was checking to make sure everything was okay. And that's why I got to, I forgot, I got to close the door. Otherwise, I love to for the viewers, it'll just be this big blur and then just like, <laughs> boom. And I'm I thought it was a person actually coming through the door. I was like, oh, I'm, this is interesting to see how he's going to handle this. And then this massive dog shows up. I'm like, yep. oh my gosh, beautiful dog, by the way. Oh, that's, that is Emmy. She is, she is beautiful. Uh, and I'll give you one more bonus one just since Chris Walken's yeah. still in development. But, uh, you know, I do a pretty decent uh, Don Corleone. And so I tell everyone that, uh, if you are to engage in mutually beneficial enterprising on LinkedIn, may your first message be succinct, be sincere, and uh, may you wish salute to people who are uh, engaged with you on there. So be very careful. And you spend time with your family because a man who doesn't spend time with his family is not a real man. Well done. Well done. Viral episode right there, baby. Viral episode. I think you tune into I went camping with. If you tune in my podcast, you get these B plus impressions. Uh, Ad nauseum. I've actually seen you do Trump in person and it was pretty good. Um, <laughs> under a stairwell at South by Southwest. That was that was impressive. That's actually where we met. Um, this is phenomenal. You know, I think that living a healthy life, there's no doubt is related to the depth of your relationships. As a matter of fact, we know that people that stay connected, live longer, can manage or manage stress better. They can adapt to stress better. Living in community is really important. And for us to be able to do that in the digital world that we're in, we need to take advantage of the tools that we have and mm. shouldn't be afraid to connect with people if you are sincere. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing wrong with reaching out for business reasons or whatever, but there's a way to do it. And I think that the way that you've modeled for us is fantastic. Oh, thank you. Well, hey, also reach out to me. If, uh, if you have a nice note and don't, don't spam me, you know, then we're good to go. I have had people pretend to, they say that uh, I asked them for a service, you know, and then I'm just, they're following up on my request for a proposal. And I'm like, oh no, you didn't, you know, <laughs> and you get unsubscribe, unfriended, blocked. You're done. done well, hey, Ryan, Conto. I appreciate you joining us today. This was phenomenal. I think we got two for one. We got to learn about how to connect with technology and we got some B plus impersonations. That's a great day for a lot of people. It is. Thanks for having me, Eric. Great time on the blueprints. Wow. If you enjoyed today's podcast, take a moment. Think of somebody that you know that may enjoy Ryan's lighthearted but impactful message and share this with them as this is an amazing way to impact somebody's life. Thanks again for listening. And I'll catch you on the next episode.